Hello and welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast, an expansive and soulful space for real talk on all things self and soul development, holistic wellness and healing, mindset and modern spirituality. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazzo, a holistic counselor and an empowerment and mindfulness coach. I'm here to help you get to know yourself more deeply, move through mindset and energetic blocks, and bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. This podcast is for the deep thinkers and soul searchers who are ready to break cycles, make positive changes, and embody a happier, confident, and more balanced state of being. Stick around for a no BS approach to self-development, along with impactful, real, and hilarious chats with amazing professionals and friends in the industry. Let's do this. Hello, gang. Welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Honey podcast. I am so glad you're here. Wherever you are in the world where I am landing into your ear holes, thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in. And today is going to be a really juicy one. And it is about a topic that there is so much shame, so much fear, so much resistance and so much ick about. And it's a topic that we actually, unfortunately, cannot escape in the world that we live in. And it's money, 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 money. So I know for myself, um, my money mindset has been something I've actively had to work on. And, you know, I have grown up being so terribly shit with money. (laughs) And my narrative has always been I'm really bad with money. And when we carry on these narratives, it can cause so many issues moving forward if we're wanting to start to develop our money mindset. So I wanted to get someone on who is an expert in this stuff and can help you guys and whoever's listening and even myself um, start to develop a better money mindset and break through those limiting beliefs around money. So for me, I have very much grown up in a way where what's been ingrained in me is money equals stress, money equals hard to come by, money equals hard to hang on to. Um, There's always a lot of stress and ick around money, and it's something that's often not spoken about. So Today's episode is really going to dive deep into this um, and really start to bust through the shame and the taboo to really help you develop a better money mindset. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, hello. So good to see you and thank you so much for jumping on and having a chat with me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) So we have got Laura Grady here, who is a business coach and mentor, and she was my business coach and mentor not that long ago. And Mm -hmm. a big thing that came out of the work we did together and a lot that I had to think about was money mindset. And I feel like it's really at the pinnacle of like when you start a business and when you're moving through your business and expanding and growing, it's the one thing that like it rears its ugly head every so often. Yeah. Every, every time you go to expand, it comes up. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And one thing you said to me, which I fucking love. And I've, I always tell people, my business coach said this, every new level is a new devil. Yeah. And that hits so hard because it's so true. You kind of, you're wanting to get to this next level, you get to that next level and then there's more shit that comes up. (laughs) Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that doesn't make you wrong. That doesn't make you bad. That actually just means that like you're in a little like zone of comfort and you've pushed the edges of it. And then, yeah, all of the old things, all the old patterns, the old stories, they all resurface themselves, but it doesn't mean that, oh, I'm not high vibe. I'm not quantum leaping. I'm not jumping. I'm not doing the thing. It just means that you're being initiated into the next level. Part of it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And when we had that conversation, I remember starting to look at it differently because when you're on the brink of that level up, there's usually obviously that's when the discomfort comes through. But I started to shift that thinking to kind of have a bit of a smile on my face, like, fuck yeah, this is the initiation, like new shit's about to come through, which is so exciting. But 
Anyway, would you be able to share who you are, the work you do, and tell us a little bit about your journey with money and your money mindset? Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, So yeah, my name is Laura Grady. I am a business coach and mentor, and I have been in the coaching space for five years, which is crazy, right? So I was here when it was not a fucking thing, when high vibe was the only vibe. (laughs) Like it was just a totally different, (laughs) totally different landscape, right? Like the online coaching space was an entirely different landscape. Um, And so, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, I've kind of lent from a lot of mindset work where I've worked with like thousands of people at this point in group containers, in one-on-one settings and moved more into mentoring and supporting coaches who are wanting to grow their businesses because I have just found that so many people have come to me with this like desire to up-level their own skills, their own ways of viewing business, Mm -hmm. their ability to be able to expand into creating their own businesses too. So my big intention with like the work that I do now is really is really calling people into higher levels of embodiment. So embodying what it is that they teach, embodying what it is that they really are sharing with the world, uh, higher levels of leadership and really helping people expand their businesses so that they can experience more freedom. So Mm -hmm. more freedom, more impact, more income and create a legacy off the back of that, which is really powerful. All of the juicy stuff. Yeah, (laughs) always, always. And um, your question about money. So money, 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 money. <laughs> money was um, something that uh, I never saw as energy. I saw as it. I saw it as a way to kind of be manipulated by. Right, money felt really dirty. It felt really evil to me. Um, and I had a horrible relationship with the idea of money. And I say this to my clients all the time, but money's not a problem, right? the relationship that we have to money causes all the problems. So it's the same with anything. Like business is not a problem. Being in your power is not a problem. But our relationship and the projections that we place on that thing causes all of the problems. And so for me, for a long time, money was a big sore spot. I didn't like talking about money. I didn't like... Um, I didn't like asking for money. I remember doing sales calls with clients with like, you know, sales calls, whatever you want to call them, connection calls, whatever the (laughs) fuck they are, right? I remember having those calls initially and just like dancing around the money for like fucking ages, right? I did hundreds of those calls every year and feeling so incredibly dysregulated around the idea of money because growing up for me, it was the biggest point of stress, right? My family, you know, they, they did really well in the end, but for our whole like childhood, I remember it just being really hard for them, right? Having lots of businesses working all the time, money took them away from being present and being in the family dynamic. And it was always about how can we get this thing? How can we do more of this? Like, how can we have more of this thing so that we feel stable and grounded? So, you know, and bless them, they did so fucking well. Like they (laughs) have done so well for themselves, but it wasn't always like that, right? Like it wasn't always like that. And so, you know, to me for the longest time, it was this like scary thing to hold and to have. So I would sabotage it all the time. And then it became something different where I chose the definition that I wanted to have around money. And I decided, you know what, this actually money gets to feel like support. Money gets to feel like love to me. Money gets to feel simple and easy. Money wants to support me. Money's actually attracted to me. Right. And I had to make those decisions and clear a lot of the wounding around money so that I was able to actually start to receive it and hold it. Mm-hmm. Cause I was very good, you know, in the first year or two of bringing in people, clients, money, and then all of a sudden it would be gone. Like it would yeah. just be disappear. We're like, yeah. where the fuck did that go? Right? Like I might have been like hiring too many people at the one time, or you know, I would not be aware of the taxes and like just getting really fucking leaky with everything. Whereas yeah. now it's like, yeah, when it comes in, I can hold it. Like I can hold it. I can expand it. I can allow it to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow, which is amazing. Mm. Whole different energy. And it's so interesting because there's two things that stood out for me, obviously starting to work out your narratives of what money means to you. And I know I was speaking with you about this when we had our sessions my whole life, and it sounds the same for you, money equals stress. Yes, Money equals the root of all evil. Money is only for this kind of demographic of people and it always felt far out of reach, hard to hold, hard to keep. Energetically, you said, like, even when I was bringing it in, 
actually keeping it, holding it, saving it or investing it was leaky. So talk to me a little bit about the common blocks that you see and the consequences, I guess, when you don't work on your money mindset. So the blocks can be everywhere. Like the block that like a lot of people that I work with, they will come to me and they'll be like, okay, I really want to expand into like, you know, multiple six figure company, like, or, you know, I want to attract more money into my life. I just want it to feel simple and seamless and easy and blah, 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 blah. Um, but they have all of these stories playing out where like, you know, it can be something as simple as like everything that comes in always just goes out. I always just have so many bills. I don't know where they come from, but by the end of my fortnight, my weekly, you know, my fortnightly pay, it's gone. Right. And like, these are the sorts of stories that I tend to hear, but the stories and the narratives that we hold, they influence the actions that we take. They influence, they influence our ability to, um, take action toward the desires that we have, but they also influence like our sabotaging behaviors. So if we think like, oh, you know, every time anything comes in, it's always just going to disappear and it goes out. You'll find that all of a sudden you'll just go, oh, I'm like scrolling across these boutiques and I need that. I absolutely need that top for blah, 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 blah. When in reality, you're like, is this really going to get me anywhere? Probably not. Like we start to like spend money on shit that we don't actually need. We start to be leaky in the terms of like, perhaps we're not eating as well. So we're always buying things out. I'm like, why is there no money? Like, why is it, where is it all going? Right. It can be something as simple as that on like a mindset, like, you know, on a mindset level. But then in terms of the business, like if you have a leaky relationship to money, I can almost guarantee you, you have ideas that you haven't actioned, like almost fully guarantee that like you have these ideas of like, this is the thing that I want to put out there into the world, but you know that that has the potential to bring in so much income. And there's like the fear of what you're going to do when you actually have it come through. Am I going to get lazy? Am I going to get stag- like stagnant? Am I going to be greedy? Am I going to blah, 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 right? What are people so, going to think of me? Yeah, are people going to think I'm an asshole, right? Yeah. Like, and absolutely. But people will think you're an asshole if you're broke or if you're rich. doesn't matter, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It just literally doesn't matter. We can't control how people view us at all right and so like if we bring a lot in and this happens for a lot of business owners like they get so deeply afraid of that that they don't put themselves out there they don't go to the next level of whatever it might be they don't post the the the, um, controversial topic that they know is going to get a lot of people people's eyes on them actually just Mm -hmm. stop taking like big action and playing in big energy and playing with their big power and they play safe right? And playing it safe is fine. It's not an issue. But if if your goal is to be where you are now, perfect. Keep going how you're going. But if your goal is to like achieve something different, perhaps it's a multiple multiple six-figure business or it's like, you know, a corporate role where you're earning, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. If that's the case, it does require you to change where you're currently at. It does require you to up-level and to, to, to see your power in a whole different way. And if your power is always being impeded and your ability to stand in your power is being impeded by the narratives that you hold around money, that is one of the biggest keys to support you going forward, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. people don't put out offerings, people stop marketing, people don't ask for sales, people don't have actual conversations around money, um, they don't invest their money anywhere, they just hold onto it tightly or they let mm-hmm. it all go, right? It impedes in every area and just like people's quality of life in general. Yeah, yeah. And that was a really big thing I I got out of our time together is that mindset shift around you've got this business, you've got all these offerings. Why the fuck aren't you talking about it? Like most days, if not every day, like whoever's following you, they want to know what you're about and what you can offer. And they know that you're a business. And it was such a huge mindset shift because I was sitting and I admit I was absolutely, and I still catch myself playing it small, I better not, maybe not. What would they think? And they're they're really common blocks, but What are some of those mindset shifts that you think would make a huge difference to people, say, in the online space who are playing it small and notice that they're playing it small and not wanting to be fully seen? So my big thing is like is looking at what you've defined a successful person to actually be. Like who do you think that they are, right? Is it like, okay, that that person who sells all the time, they're fucking greedy, they're slimy, they're gross. Like that's such like yucky energy. I don't want to play with that energy, right? Why? Why are they greedy? Why are they slimy? Actually like really looking at the projections that we're placing elsewhere 
And then also looking at the projections that we have in our audience, because when it comes to selling, like, I believe it's just a beautiful conversation. Like I know if somebody comes across my page and they see stuff that I am, that I have on offer, like I have masterclasses at the moment, I'm opening my mastermind for next year. There's lots of things moving, right? But I know, and I trust that if someone comes across it and they don't like it and they're like, that's not for me, they'll click away. Yeah. Like I had trust yeah, you to have right. autonomy to click away. It's cool. <laughs> Not yeah. everything that I post is going to be for everyone. But mm-hmm. if you follow me, you're going to get a lot of value regardless of if you ever sign up to a program, mm-hmm. right? So like that's the thing, right? Those who know it's for them will know and they'll feel it. And yeah. and it's important to just recognize that like when, when you are like having a sale or you're having a client come through and someone's working with you, Yes, is there a money exchange? It's an energy exchange. Absolutely. But the person who is paying for that service, whatever that service may be or program or whatever it is, they're getting what they want. Like they literally want what you have to offer. How is that slimy or sleazy? They've actively decided, I want this. This is the thing that I'm leaning into, Mm -hmm. right? And so like when it comes to being seen, it's just recognizing that like whatever projection someone places onto you, they're already doing it at whatever level, right? They're already placing the projections, but you can hold it. Yeah. You can hold the discomfort of someone thinking that you're a greedy bitch and just uh, just wants money. Like mm. I can hold it. That's fine. There's so yeah. many people who who have said like mm, that's a bit gross. Who have said it to my friends as well being like I don't really like what Laura's doing and I'm like it's perfectly okay. <laughs> like yeah. you, no you don't have to. Like it's actually <laughs> not for you. Like that's okay yeah. that it's not. It you know. Yeah. The same way that like I can say, "Oh, I don't really like it when people, you know, for example, in other in other careers and other areas where I can go like, oh, I don't really like when people do that. Like, yeah, it's probably not for me. Yeah, that's why I'm not doing it. That's why I'm yeah. not doing that chair In the doing. online space, we're like, you know, a lot of the time we're afraid of being seen. It's like I'm afraid of being seen by my old coworkers, afraid of yeah. being seen by people in my family. You're not selling mm-hmm. to them. Why are you talking to them? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're never going to see you in the power anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> mm. And projection is such a big one because, and, and I remember you you had a story and you were talking about it and you were like the amount of people that have unfollowed me oh, or, yeah. you know, and then eventually they'll come back around once they've obviously learned something or they're on their own journey, they might even come back around and reach out. And work with you. The yeah. amount of clients that have come through from being like, I fucking hated you and I wanted to punch <laughs> you out. And I was so triggered by everything that you posted. Like I hated that you danced on stories. I hated that you talked about money. I hated that you did blah, 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 blah. But now I know that that's what I need. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. perfect. So we can just say that like, you, you just don't yeah. take it personally. Someone's yeah. going to think it's the best thing on the planet and the next person's going to think it's the worst. It's none of your business. You just going to stay in your power and keep the vision. And you've got this energy almost of like, if you tell me that there was a stage you wanted to punch me out, but here you are, like, I love that. I love, I love that. It. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like the most, I honestly see it as like the biggest level of growth for myself, but also for the person who feels that way. Mm. Right. And like, you know, it, and you're not always going to click with certain things. Like not every piece of content that I make is for everyone. Yeah. Right. Like sometimes I'm speaking to people in the early stages in their business. Sometimes I'm speaking to people who are multiple six figures. Like mm-hmm. I'm speaking to lots of different people at different times. Trust that yeah. not everything, not everything that I say is going to be for you. And that's cool. And if it pisses you off, that's also cool. Like that's, that's medicine, right? It's yeah. like medicinal to trigger you. And it's also medicinal to help you heal with the words that I say and with the, the work that I'm doing. It's mm-hmm. all part of it. For people who struggle with that, though, because I know there's a lot of people who are starting out and they might even logically know all of this. And I know I've even caught myself being like, I know all this, but the idea of still going on my stories and talking or putting things out there still feels icky. And I know you've spoken about the archetypes of like, you know, the good girl and all of that sort of stuff. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about those archetypes and how they play out when we do have those kind of energy leaks around being seen. So it's interesting because my, my thoughts on this change a lot, like they, they shift, they evolve all the time. But I do think that there is something to be said for like always feeling totally safe to do it. Like I think people are like really desperate to feel safe in being seen in their power. But it's like the one thing that most women struggle with. 
right? So I actually I've had conversations with a lot of men where they're like, why are you talking about this? Like, I don't really understand. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like with women struggling to like show up online? Like, isn't that just normal? And I'm like, we wear our power on the inside. Our vulnerability is on the outside. Like that's what we're comfortable showing. We're comfortable showing how much we care. We're comfortable showing how love and light we are. We're terrified to stand in our power, right? Mm-hmm. And men, it's the other way around. Like they don't want to show the vulnerability. Like they're like no it's fucking chance. Like- yeah, it's all external. It's like easy yeah. to be external, but for us, it's a major. It's it's a major. It's it's incredibly uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that I think that like we're so. A lot of business owners, they get into coaching because they're like, that's going to make me feel safe, right? Because I'm healing and I'm helping. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. And if you want to create this like massive empire, the same way that you ask your clients to step out of their comfort zone, you have to do it too and not make it mean anything, right? Like the big thing around like, oh, I don't want to share my stories. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Do you know how often I want to share my stories? Not that often. (laughs) there's a lot of times where I've shared shit this year where I'm like I don't want to tell that I literally I don't want to share that right like and it's not even not even from a place of like no I don't actually want to I'm like I know this message is important Mm. but to be the bearer of the message scares me right and so I can lean in and go like okay well what am I asking my clients to do like what am I asking other people to do I'm asking them to lean the fuck in and to play big so like I better be the, the living embodiment of that. I better be doing the same thing all the fucking time. And when yeah. it comes to like, you know, the, the, the good girl energy, like we have been taught conditioned by society, by our families to always be good, right. To be good, to be quiet, to be pleasing, to make sure that we agree with everyone and we don't hurt anybody. And we're very kind and very caring. And I lived by that for a very, very long time. And, um, to me, it's it's very inauthentic, yeah. right? Like you're not actually being honest because behind the closed doors, you're probably a different person, <laughs> right? Of like, oh, are, is that how you really view things, right? Like yeah. do you really view it all like love and light? Mm, yeah, that seems like a really difficult facade because we have the capacity to be all things. We can be the good girl and we can be the bad girl. Yeah. And like none of it makes us wrong as long as we're not causing any harm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're speaking our truth. There was um, a podcast I was on a few weeks ago and we're talking about like being spiritual and, you know, the labels and that kind of like, you know, there's this thing of if you're spiritual, like you shouldn't be doing X, Y, Z. You shouldn't want money. You shouldn't be talking (laughs) about this. And I'm like, I can be love and light, but I can also tell someone to fuck off if I need to, if I need to set a boundary, I can also speak my truth. So it's starting to really get comfortable with sharing your message and doing it in a way where it's like, I think a big thing you taught me is whoever's meant to, whoever's ear holes this is meant to land into, it will will reach them and and needing to trust that as well. And trusting your magnetism right? Like trusting that like the power of the words that you say and who you be Mm. is, is forming connections when you're not even present on socials. Yeah. Like there are things happening. There's things moving on an energetic place and an energetic level all the time. Mm. I trust that like my business is working for me when I'm not working. Yeah. I know that right now there'll be someone who's stalking my profile who will be thinking, should I hire her? Like, I know that that's going to be happening. Yeah. I like, cause that does, that's things like that happen all the time. Cause I've been someone who's done that where someone's not online and like I could, and I'm scrolling, I'm like, Ooh, I like this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. These things can happen all the time. And so the, the more that we recognize and that we, that we realize that like, we don't have to be someone else or hold someone else's views mm. or believe in the same things to be successful. We don't have to portray a certain image of what success looks like, portray a certain image of what spirituality looks like. Like we just get to actually be ourselves and we get to be our authentic selves. And more that we realize that and all of the, all of the variations of what that looks like, the easier it is to be in our power because like all coaches in general, we're helping people wake up to their power. But how often are we actually playing in it ourselves? Yeah. Right, because if we're giving it to external forces of like, I need to make sure that I frame this in a really nice way so that no one gets upset, babe, you've lost it. Like you've missed the yeah. whole fucking point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. you know, when we get down to it, it's fucking scary being the cycle breaker and being the terrifying. person who you know it's it's absolutely terrifying. But trusting that the people you're going to reach and like you know sometimes it's hard because I think with the online space it feels like you're talking 
to a black hole sometimes and it's like I don't know how that landed and it's there's that ego there it's like I want to know that that landed was that okay and especially in the first few years of business I was like I need some feedback I'm used to getting some feedback whatever that may be but there was times where like randomly I would be out and someone would be like oh my god that thing that you posted about I don't know um, limiting beliefs or whatever it was that really hit home for me like and you'll hear that and you're just like holy shit okay like this yeah. is landing. I don't know who, I don't know when, but I need to trust that. I need to just keep putting this stuff out there and and embodying this. Yeah. And like holding the vision. Yeah. Like constantly holding the vision because like, you know, you get to have an impact in this world and also be supported. Right. Like I think that there's this whole, there's this whole crazy idea of like, oh, if I can't see it immediately, then I'm going to give up. Imagine if we if we set that standard for our clients of like, well, yeah, if you don't have this like particular launch takeoff, then yeah, you should give up. Like, or you know, if we set the standard of like, oh, you know, you didn't get that job, so like, therefore, it's fucked, and you're never going to get there. Like, yeah. Imagine setting that standard. I'm like living and breathing that because that's how we're operating our business. Like, mm-hmm. that's not where the quantum leaps and jumps come from. They come from the in between moments, the in between of okay, this thing isn't working. I can't see any evidence of anyone coming through. And I'm going to continue to hold the faith and stand in my power because, because I don't need external circumstances. Everybody's saying that they love me. Everyone's saying that I'm amazing. Everyone's saying blah, 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 to be able to validate myself. I don't need yeah. that for me to be in my power. And the more that we can stay in that, it means that we're actually not rocked and swayed by external circumstances. And that's been something that's really you know, I've really like been living through this year of like, yeah, like my external circumstances in my personal life, which a lot of people know we're fucking tumultuous, like super tumultuous. Right. And like, it can be a reason to go, nothing's working or it can just go, I'm not going to make this mean anything. And I'm still holding the vision. Yeah. Really powerful. It's really powerful. That's where the quantum jumps come from. The quantum leaps that we we all talk about because there are those days where it just blows up. Mm. happen any day any day yeah yeah and you know I think with social media and just the the generation we live in instant gratification is something we're so used to so it's really (laughs) fucking hard in business and I remember like I don't have TikTok but I remember everyone was like you need to get on TikTok and I was like look I personally don't want to get on TikTok but I went on TikTok for about two hours I had my profile and I remember being like, fuck, that video didn't go viral. That's it. And I like literally deleted my yeah. <laughs> my TikTok and I was yeah. like, and I made it mean something. Sounds ridiculous. But I've noticed that a lot of people do this. It's like, oh, that launch didn't work. Or there's only one person and it's meant to be a group container. Yeah. Um, what does that mean? That means people don't want my stuff. And we make it so much about ourselves and we forget like, it's actually got nothing to do with us. Yeah, there's like, a real human. Like if there's one person yeah. in your container, that's one person who was like, I'm all fucking in. Yeah. Like I see the value. I'm here. I'm ready to do the work. And we're like, mm, mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of like going to some sort of a party and someone like, you know, you get invitations and like not, not many people can make it. And the host is sucking the whole night. Yeah. That's fucking deflating. Yeah. Like, you know, this is where we get to place and we get to practice a level of emotional intelligence to realize, hang on a minute, the same things that I asked my clients to do, I'm now being, I'm living it, but it's living it in a different way. And just because it's business doesn't mean it's like a different, it's not that it's like, oh, it's so different. Like, yeah, there are strategy elements and yeah, there are different, different pieces to look at, but like, you're still being called to expand. Yeah. Same way that all of your clients are. So, you know, I do think that there's like that level yeah, we can get really pissy. I'm the same, right? Like I've had those experiences too. I'm like, oh, no one liked it. What's wrong with me? Like, oh, the algorithms change. Wah, wah, wah. Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's like, you know, am I going to buy into that or am I just going to keep doing the thing, keep serving my people because I know that my people need this? Mm, absolutely. And a big thing that we spoke about in our time together was how am I actually nurturing myself outside of my business so I can show up for my business? And I think with any sort of business where you need to be creative and you're creating new things and breathing life into your ideas, it's really fucking hard if we're burnt out, we're deflated, where we have these stories that we need to push things out and force things out. And it's yeah, literally that energy is going to come back to us and we're going to be setting the tone for for it to be a shit couple of weeks or months or whatever. 
Yeah. 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 So that was a really big thing as well. What do I need to do away from the business? Because it is a separate entity. I think a lot of people, it's, it's a part of you and it's an extension of, of you and your creation, but it's not you. And I think that's a really big thing people forget as well. How can we have time away from it when we need time away from it and nurture ourselves so we can show up? Absolutely. Like there's a reason why I've been here for five years and I haven't spat the dummy and kicked off and just been like, mm-hmm. fuck this, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like th- there's a there's a reason behind that. And that's not because, oh, it just came easy to her. Like she's just, it's just simple. Like, no, 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 no. Like I really take care of myself outside of this. Yeah. You know, when I need time, I take time. Right. Yeah. Like, and and I trust that my business is still working for me regardless of if I'm having time off or if I'm having a few days away from social media, like I'm not going to make that mean anything. Yeah. And we we mentioned this before I hit record, but even like sitting with the discomfort of the nothingness and the periods when things are slow and money might not be coming in as, as much as it was the previous month and not making that mean something about you and your work. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I'm just like, yeah, more's coming. It's fine. Yep. I'm creating space in a different way. Well, like, you know, we look at how the mind works, right? And like, there's lots of different ways that, and we, like a lot of mindset coaches will know this, but like, it's literally catastrophizing something. Yeah. At its, at its greatest form. It's like not practicing the mindset work that we preach is like catastrophe. Oh, there's not as much here. Oh yeah. Okay. That's okay. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Like, what are we making this mean? Oh, it's fucked. It's never going to happen. Like, what if we just became neutral and then went, what do I want to create? What would it look like? And this is being in your power. Like there's there's different ways of being in your power. And it's like, I have to go and do all of these things and I have to go put out content and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what if we changed it to what would it look like if I went and posted something today in my power? What would it look like if I went and sent out an email to people? Mm. What would it look like if I just connected today to people you know, and did a live, right? Like what would these things look like rather than I have to do this because I have yeah. to get a result? What yeah. would it look like if it was already coming and I then showed up for it? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a beautiful shift where we get to take our power back and just a slight mindset shift. Absolutely. So many of these slight mindset shifts, like the, the, yeah. big, the, the accumulation of all of those is what allows us to like expand in the way that we want to. And that's the big part of the reason why I'm like, yeah, like for me, I invest so much into mentors and I have people that hold me to this standard constantly. Mm-hmm. I invest in, you know, masterminds. I do all those sorts of things, right? Because to me, it's not about like, oh, you're going to learn some like surefire strategic way. Like, yes, there's elements of that. Absolutely. And I do have a lot of strategy that comes through from those places. But to be honest, it helps me stay in my power more than I'm not. Mm. and that's the big thing right like that's the power of being in those long-term containers like you're going to see your power and you're going to hold the standard in the in-between moments which creates the quantum leaps and the jumps yeah showing up all the way through and having someone call you out on your shit as well I think there's a lot of power in that too because whoever you hire they don't believe in the bullshit that you tell yourself and the the crap (laughs) and sometimes you don't even know it's bullshit yeah. Like sometimes it's like, no, 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 this is true. Like, I'm sure you felt that way where I've called something out and you'd be like, <gasps> you know, been so pissed off. Are you fucking kidding me? And I have that all the time. Like I've had clients like the other day, I had a client who was like, it, we were talking about showing up and she was like feeling her energy was feeling really off. And she was like, I can't show up because my energy is feeling off and, I, and that's how no, no clients come through when I'm like that. And I was like, well, that's a really helpful decision to make, isn't it? She was like, oh, my God. She was like, I kind of fucking hate you for that because now I have to do it. And I was like, yeah, because we're making decisions about things we don't need to make decisions about, right? Yes. Thank you later. Yeah, you'll thank me later because then, like, in six months' time, it'll be in your head being like, oh, fuck, right? Like, I could just, like, keep running the same patterns or notice that I'm being called out in a loving way and held to my highest. So, your inner dialogue will start to shift as well as a result of like being held to that higher standard. And you'll know, you'll be more aware of yourself. The same with any client, like if a client comes to you for mindset work, like they're more aware of themselves and their the patterns that they run and the way that they view themselves and the narratives that they have because of the conversations that you guys have together. And it's the same thing in business. And sometimes they're like, oh, you know, oh, I don't need that. I'm like, no, I need that all the time. Like, I know that that's something that expands me all the fucking time, which is awesome. 
Yeah. And it's crazy what, like, sometimes you expect a penny drop moment and you might not get it. And other times it's something so fucking minor and something you might already even know, but it's just kind of said to you in a certain way. And you're like, holy shit, the veil has been lifted on whatever this thing is. It's insane. And it's also like, yeah. And I've had clients where they've come to me and then six months later, they've said, what the fuck, that thing that you finally said just landed. Like I just noticed that I did this entirely differently and, you know, instead of hiding away from a launch, I'm now staying in it. And as a result, I've got so many more clients that have come through. Like, you know, sometimes the result isn't just like immediate, like immediate gratification. It actually can take a little bit of time, but you'll see it. Yeah. And I think it's also the willingness to like look for where the result has been, like looking for what what has changed in my system what have I noticed is more important to focus on and to be in tune with which is powerful absolutely and I imagine given that you've been in this online space for such a long time and you've seen all of the shifts and trends and oh so many trends so many things (laughs) I, I could imagine that it would kind of shit you or you know you've seen the trends of when people talk about how easy it is and how you know overnight success or overnight this and whatever. They just don't know how they've done it. They just don't know how they've done it. They can't like track it. They mm. they they know it's not easy, but it's like easier to market that it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. So I think it's important whoever's listening who might be really fucking hard on their themselves because it doesn't feel like it's happening yet, really reminding yourself that this shit doesn't happen overnight and it does require um, you know, breakdowns, breakthroughs, ups, everything. It's all part of it. And I remember someone saying to me, like, even if right now I was to drop X amount of dollars into your hands or whatever this goal you've got for yourself is, if I was to drop that into your hands right now and you have it, would you even feel safe? Yeah. Would you know what to fucking do with it? No, I'm like, no, most people don't. Most people don't. And it's the journey of, you know, getting there that actually helps us know how to hold it, how to invest it, how to save it, all of those things, which is so yeah. important. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, you know, I, I just, I see with like so many people that like these online overnight successes and I'm, I'm like, or even like in 12 months or whatever it might look like, right? And I think that people get really annoyed at that. Like the, the, a lot of people get really pissed off if they've been like in it for a long time and like everyone's looking for the secret source, right? And I genuinely, honestly, hand to heart believe the secret source is being in your power and holding the vision and never giving up on it. Because like if you're constantly down in the dumps every couple of days of like nothing's working, it's not happening, like you're, it's wasting time. Yeah. Like other people are like, no, I've got help and I'm getting support and I'm going to say I'm going to come out of this within a couple of hours or within a day rather than being in it for five days. Oh no, I'm only marketing for two days. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's, and we kind of go, oh, you know, it's an overnight success or it's been made so easy. No, they've looked at the stories around it. So they have the capacity to do more because they don't make it a big fucking deal. Yeah. Right. And like, that's the same with me. Like I don't, I can launch a million things at once. I don't, it doesn't bother me. I'm not like, how am I going to keep up? Like, who am I going to talk to today? It doesn't bother me. Right. But the reason why I've gotten to that point is because I don't make it fucking mean anything. Like yeah, if yeah. there's 20, 200 people in one and 10 in another, I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Right. Like if I don't say something beautifully and eloquently written up, I don't care. Right. Like it doesn't, that doesn't bother me because I know where I'm going and I'm staying in my power the whole way through. So I do think that like for a lot of people, we can get irritated with these overnight successes, but like that can happen and there can be a moment that, that everything changes. And the reason why I say that is because I've also been in the receivership of that moment where just I made sure I I decided something different. I held the vision and it was like six months of holding the vision where it felt like nothing was fucking moving, like literally nothing. This was a few years ago. And then all of a sudden in one day, everything changed and I had 200 people on a wait list. Right. And like, that was the moment that it changed, but that it wouldn't just change because of like, oh, she's so fucking lucky. No, 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 no. I held that vision and held myself in my power for months on end. Yeah. And when nothing was happening. Yeah. And like, that's the, that's the thing of like, let's just not pull ourselves out of the fucking race before it's even started. Yeah. I think that, you know, if we're in this for like a quick buck or like, I just want to make like six figures a year and just like, well, and we don't have that, that, um, that, that 
deep desire to build something that actually makes an impact and that creates a legacy for people Mm. that actually influences people in like a higher level. If we don't have that, yeah, you're going to fall flat on your ass and you're not going to want to stay in it. We just look at it like it's an easy way to make money. No, but the hard part about it is the inner work that requires you to get there. Yeah. You know, because it's not fair. The world's not fair. There's there's some people that I've worked with where like it, you know, they've had someone else pay for their coaching so that they're able to go and do the thing, right? That's a leg up. I I would say in many ways, it's a leg up, right? And then I've also worked with people where they're like, they're working a few different jobs to be able to get the coaching, to be able to start to create the, the impact, right? Like it, it, there are certain people who will have it easier, certain people who will have a heart, have it harder. Like it's not fair. The world is not built on a fair system. Mm. But what I'm trying to just really, really reinstate is that like it can happen for you, yeah, right? Yeah. It can it can absolutely happen. And like it's an accumulation of holding the faith in the moments where there was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's so much power in that. And also kind of like staying in your lane in the sense of don't fucking worry about the formula that she's talking about doing that she's saying works for her. There's no one formula. Yeah. There's There's no one size fits all. It's the thing that irritates me the most in business. Like I used to try and follow all of the fucking formulas and the second that I threw it out is when my business actually blew up because it's not about the fucking formula, right? It's about like finding a formula that we can actually show up for. And realistically, like, yes, is there strategy? I talk about strategy. You know this. I have I have conversations about strategy all the time of, like, how can we best converse with clients so that they actually can, like, you know, we're speaking the same language because there's a lot of people where we're not speaking the same language and it's like, yeah. what the fuck is she talking about? Like, I don't even know if I'm meant to work with her. I don't know what she's talking yeah. about. Like, that's important, right? And I have courses that talk about that. Mm. But, um, you know, for, for the most part, like, you only have the capacity to even work on that stuff if you can see the long-term goal yeah. and you're constantly focused on that. Like I know where I'm going, so I know that I just have to get good at this. Yeah. Right. And like, that's the thing. It's like, it's honestly staying in the power in, in your power all the time, which means holding on to that vision more time than you're not. And mm. that's work. That is fucking work. Like that is like, that is hard fucking work. But yeah. doing that will mean that it's easier to show up to your marketing. It's easier to show up for everything else in your business. Yeah. And as a result, like, you know, really start to build some momentum. But, yep. you know, I believe anyone can do it, but they have to have the audacity to dream really fucking big. And if yep. they don't have the audacity to do that and to follow through on it, then, yeah, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. And it'll feel stagnant and difficult and you'll probably want to throw in the towel <laughs> most Yeah, but like choose your heart, yeah. Like it's that whole conversation of like choosing your heart. Like to me, yeah, I, I, I have friends say to me all the time, they're like, yeah, like I can imagine running a business is really fucking hard. And I'm like, yeah, well, I can also imagine, you know, being in a nine to five that I really don't like being really fucking hard. I think we're just choosing different hearts. Yeah. Like I probably make it look easy because I do so much mindset work to make this easy, but there are also clients that I have who have been in corporate roles where they've done so much mindset work to make doing their job look easy too. Right. It's like really about choosing the hard and then going, actually, do I want it to feel fucking hard or do I want it to be a little bit different. And like, you know, there's so much, you know, being in the power sometimes is realizing, okay, I need, I need support around this, right? Like I'm, I'm noticing that this is feeling so hard that I need support. And that support can look like hiring somebody, hiring a team member. It can look like having a mentor. It can look like being in masterminds where you're held to a higher standard by a group of people, right? Like you can look like a million different things, but it's really just, yeah, it's really about staying in the power. Honestly, I can't tell you enough how much that that's a major game changer for many yeah. people. That combined with like really beautiful soulful strategy, huge. Yeah. If you don't take anything else from this this podcast, <laughs> it's stay in your fucking power and yes. hold the vision, trust the vision. Absolutely. And Laura, for anyone listening that wants to start to work on their money mindset, where do you think a good place to start is and, and what are some tips that you've got for starting to lean into your money mindset? So the first thing that I would do is look at your relationship to money. What have you made it mean, right? How do you feel about money? If you were to, if you want more money to come in and again, like we've sort of said, like you said before, if like, and somebody just handed it to you, how would it make you feel, right? And then actually changing the narrative. Noticing who you need to forgive to be able to start to shift this narrative. 
Mm. Like, okay, do I need to forgive my parents? Do I need to forgive society? Like, who do I need to really forgive so I can look at this through a different lens? And then decide to see it through a different place, right? Noticing where money's around you. Like, even right now, I'm like, if I look for money, I can see it all around me. I can see it in our conversation. I can see it in the laptop. I can see it in the microphone. I can see it in the lights. I can see it in the desk. I can see it in like the space that I'm living in. I can see the, you know, I can see money everywhere, right? And like actually starting to give yourself the audacity and the permission slip to have the audacity to dream bigger for yourself, Mm. right? To start to call more in. For people who have a really, really difficult relationship with money, start small redefine the grounds of what this relationship is going to be like. What do I want money to do for me? How do I want it to support me? How do I want to feel about it? Mm. But then really starting off small with calling more in and clear up your fucking leaks. Like if you're behind with credit cards, clear that up, right? Like if you're finding that, you know, you're never paying your bills on time, clean that shit up, right? Clean up any leaks around it so that it feels a lot simpler and smoother. Mm. And it's really money is just an energy exchange and it's a resource. And again, we make it to be such a scary, difficult thing. Um, And I get it. (laughs) Like it's something I still continue to work through and I catch myself on those leaks. We all do. Yeah. Even something as simple as like I noticed my leaky energy was around, yeah, bills coming through and being like I'll pay it like very last minute because it's just like uh, put that to the side, icky, out of sight, out of mind. So now it's like as soon as it comes through, pay that fucking invoice, just pay the bill, do it. And having gratitude as well for you know, I was able to fill up my car with petrol. Like I'm focusing on how much money I don't have, but I've actually got enough for the essential things. How fucking beautiful is that as well? Yeah, it's, it's that's a, an amazing thing to do because mm. like what we appreciate appreciates. Yeah. So like we see more evidence to make more when we actually appreciate what's here. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, we, we can, and it's hard to move forward if we're like, it's just never enough. It's never enough. Like you're, you're, telling yourself that you're not enough and what you're doing is not enough and where you're at is not enough. And you're not actually accepting the fact that where you are is beautiful. Yeah. And more please. (laughs) And it's okay (laughs) to want more, but I think we are belittling the current version of ourselves. Like we ain't shit because we don't have this thing yet. It's actually starting to yeah, have that attitude of gratitude. I actually have the money right now to yeah, pay this bill, pay my red Joe, um, yeah. all, all of this. And even for me, it's every day I will go into my accounts and actually just look at what I've got. Some days I'm like, oh, fuck, all this stuff's like um, been direct debited and like, okay, it's less than yesterday, but actually just getting comfortable with looking at what I have got and yeah. being like, okay, this is what I'm working with. I think there's a lot of shame and we attach so much around like, oh my God, I don't want to look at the numbers. I don't want to look at it. So starting to get comfortable with- No, the numbers are amazing. Like we have to get comfortable with all those things. Like we we have to be comfortable in just witnessing where things are at and not making it mean anything about you and your worth. Yeah. Like if if you've had a couple of issues with money in the past, you're not a bad person. You haven't fucked up, right? Sometimes people haven't literally have not been taught. Like I've had clients where they have been in massive amounts of debt right? And they're like, I feel so ashamed. And I'm like, it's okay to feel the ashamed, like to feel ashamed. But at the same time, I don't think, because people are so afraid to talk about money in Australia, right? That like, we can't, we're not even giving ourselves the leg up to even figure out and understand what we can do with it, which is mm. sad. It's mm. really sad. Like, you know, it's not, so what? We make a couple of lousy investments. Do you know how many things I've invested in? That I was like, wow, I got nothing out of that. Yeah. Right. Or like, you know, or I got out of that, that I didn't need that. Like how amazing for me. Right. Like it's okay. It's, it's okay to do that. It's okay to have all of these things come through and let's not shame ourselves, but let's just aim to be better. Yeah. And we can really start to kill shame by just fucking talking about it and oh, getting it out. Yeah. Getting yeah. it out and just literally being like, I want more and that's okay to want more. I think as women, it's something we've been shamed for, for many generations. Um, but I think we're definitely at a stage where we're starting to step into our power more and be like, money's fucking delicious and juicy and spicy and amazing. And it's a resource that helps me, um, be a better version of myself. 
Absolutely. And it's only, it only highlights who you already are. So if you're yeah. a bit of a dipshit or a bit of an asshole, <laughs> like to be honest, yeah. it's just going to highlight that. Right. Like, you know, and there will be people that you will see and you're like, wow. (laughs) Right. And that might be a projection or it might just be like how that actually feels, right. How it actually feels to be around them. Right. Because perhaps they're placing so much more value on that. Like for me that I don't, I love money and I want heaps of money and and I'm always open to more coming through and I love what it's given me. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, I'm exactly who I am before it. Like it, it, it hasn't changed. Yeah. I don't think you're better if you make seven figures or not. I don't yeah. give a fuck, to be honest. <laughs> Are yeah. you a good person? Right? Like that's all that really matters to me. But at the same token, like I do think that it is the time that we're leaning into, especially for like a lot of coaches of like, yeah, you don't have to just be someone who helps people and never get supported yourself, right? Like let's leave the martyr complex behind. We don't need to do that anymore, right? There are people who want to pay money to do this work and they will value it more and there are people out there who, who will value it a lot when they're actually paying for it, paying yeah. good money for it too. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking amen to <laughs> all of that, all of it. <laughs> so Laura, before we finish up, um, if you could share with everyone how and where can they find you and how can they work with you? Amazing. Well, um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Laura Grady with two Y's. And then in terms of working together, actually, you can follow me on TikTok too. I've opened a TikTok, which I'm very slow with, but I have done it. I have done it. (laughs) We're we're rolling, we're rolling. And um, I also have a podcast called Manifestation Vibes, and I do have a lot of content on there just for manifesting in general, but I also have a lot on there around business and ownership and really expanding. And um, in terms of working together, I have lots of different beautiful offerings, depending on when this is coming out. There are lots of masterclasses on offer for coaches in the space who are really wanting to expand and grow. I I have a masterclass called Selling Simplified Launch Energetics, really around like mastering the ability to launch and sell your offerings and going deeper than just put it out there, right? Like we're, we're going very, very deep in those spaces. Um, I have the content reset that's starting next year. We're all about really creating beautiful content. And I have an incredible mastermind as well called Expanded, the mastermind. And that is going to be a really intimate container where people give themselves the ability to be held in proximity to grow, to expand in all the ways and to really give themselves the opportunity to build and build bigger impact and income and to dance and play with the idea of building a legacy, something that is bigger mm-hmm. than them. So it's going to be a really powerful container and I'm very excited to be running it. So you can always DM me though, if you're ever curious about the different things I have on offer, otherwise just check out my Instagram. Everything will be there. Yes. And Laura's Instagram, like just your content and the way you share things it's silly, it's fun, it's lighthearted, but it's also no bullshit. And that's like yeah. really with the Holistic Honey podcast, it's a no <laughs> bullshit approach. Yeah. And you've got that no bullshit approach. We're not dancing around anything. It's it's real, it's honest, and it's fun and lighthearted. And, but you can still talk about the hard stuff, which is so fucking important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, I, I love to have a bit of humor. Life's too fucking serious, honestly. Like, let's enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> yes, thousand percent. You are such an angel. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing you. beautiful wisdom and energy. Laura is such a powerhouse. Go follow her Instagram, TikTok, podcast, jump in her mastermind. Laura, thank you so much. I appreciate you. you coming on. Thank you so much Bye. for having me. <laughs>